Welcome. Thank you for having me, Billy. It's so exciting to be here. You're so smiley. I hope Always. you stay that way. I was born smiling. You were. I remember one of the first memories I have of you is we met going to the gym and you won, when I first started, you won the like Memory of the Year Award. And the first thing in the... The recognition was she's always smiling. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's a good trait to have. So let me uh, welcome everyone to the Crowded Hour, my little game show about connection. I'm Billy Baker, and the idea for this show comes from an old poem which, which proclaims that one crowded hour of glorious life is worth an age without a name. And for my money, the most reliable way to achieve an hour of glorious life is to act up with a friend. And today on the show, we have one of my favorite people to mess around with, the elegant and effervescent Diane Parisi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so uh, if you don't know Diane, let me hold on. Let me figure out what I have to do here. That. Okay. If you don't know Diane, let me paint a confusing picture. <laughs> She's a chippy athlete, <laughs> an accomplished fashion model, and a grandmother. Okay, put those together in your head. She's also very passionate about Donald J. Trump <laughs> and seemingly every belief of the far, far right that the far, far left would label a conspiracy theory. I'd love to hear these that today. That is true. She's eighth of nine children from a big old Irish Catholic clan in Stoneham called the Regans. And her mom, the great Marilyn Regan, is one of my most loyal readers in the globe. So welcome, Diane, to Thank the Crowded you. Hour. Thank you so much. So, so you've been uh, you've been listening? Are you nervous? Are you prepared? Well, um, you know, I I thought about being prepared, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to let it happen organically. Okay. Like, Do you have a top five list? Kind of. Okay. I've thought about it. <laughs> you know, because sometimes, you know, some days you wake up and you're like, you know what? My top five list might be a little different than what it was last week. That's the, f I mean, I think everyone that's been on the show is already like, when can I come back on the show? Because I, I, I'm a different person than I was the day we recorded. And I get that. So, uh, all right. So the way the show works is Diane's been asked to bring a top five list. The only rule is I don't know what it is. We're going to wing it today. Uh, we're going to go through some elements of a perfect day. Okay. We're going <clears> to <throat> answer some Proust questions. We'll do a high-low goal crush Bane surprise on the topic of my choosing. We'll get to that at the end. And we'll start with some easy ones, which are some favorites, Diane. I'm going awesome. to give you a keyword here, and you're going to tell me your favorite. And we have some new ones. So, Diane, are you ready? I am ready. Diane, what... It's just, it's almost December. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, hmm. I would have to say a Christmas story. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to You'll beat. shoot your eye out, kid. And they made a sequel recently, didn't <laughs> Did they? they? I don't know. I, I can't watch it. It's blasphemy. Yeah. Um, you know that kid, Ralphie, the, the actor that plays Ralphie, yeah. is Vince Vaughn's best friend and like sneaky directs all of Vince Vaughn's movies? I never knew that. That's what he grew up to be. Oh, interesting. Uh, all right, Diane, what is your favorite cake? Um, probably my mom's carrot cake. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Your mom, I always hear, uh, that, uh, she has these famous meatballs and I've never actually eaten one, been invited to the house for them, had them delivered to me. So if this isn't a hint, Marilyn, I don't know what is, but, uh. <laughs> Okay, your mom's carrot cake. Okay, here's a here's a sort of random one. My okay. kids, we were talking about 
you know, they were like, you should ask, what's your, your favorite gift you've ever received? And they said, for me, a more accurate question would be, what's my favorite return? I love returning things. Oh. So what's your favorite thing you've ever returned? Have ever returned? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Hmm. Probably sneakers that I've worn. <laughs> and I just came up with some lame excuse why they sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? These probably really are $200 shoes, and I'm going to return them because I didn't like them. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, Diane, what's your favorite day of the week? Uh, Sunday. Okay. Why? I know a lot of people don't like Sundays because they think it's, oh, the day, you know, I have to go to work on Monday. Yeah. But I like Sundays because I love Sunday dinner at, at mom's house, at Marilyn's house. But I just like the the daily routine of a Sunday and just being, you know, having it be a chill day. You don't have to work. You hang out with your family. Yeah. So I, definitely I think Sunday. the idea of Sunday I love, but something about the reality, I start feeling those that Sunday scaries like immediately. By seven o'clock yeah. at night, I'm a little like, mm, maybe it's not my favorite day, but yeah, I think it's Sunday. I'll tell you, uh, a lot of European countries are going to these four day work weeks and it's like, why not? I've heard that. And why I actually not? think it's an awesome idea. Or a three day work yeah. week. Why do we... <laughs> Who came up with that idea? We, well, yeah, I remember always being inspired by these signs that said, uh, these bumper stickers that would say, like, uh, like unions, so brought to you by the folks that brought you the weekend, right? Because okay. they were the ones that argued for that general idea of any days off. And it's like, well, let's keep arguing, right? Like, I mean, uh, if four, four 10 hour days yeah. to me sounds better than, you know, five days. I agree. I do wish that they brought back the blue laws. Which are what? Everything closes on a Sunday. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like that that must feel like that freedom of, ah, oh, I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have yeah. to go shopping. I can just go to the beach all day. Yeah. You know what I liked? Like when everything was closed on Sunday and kind of closed at like noon on Saturday, like you had to go to the bank and get money because it was just all going to be shut. I like the packy. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> uh, Diane, what's your favorite place? Oh, Billy. Um, I mean, growing. I mean, I guess the woods. I mean, I love being in the woods. Okay. I know there was a talk a while ago about beaches and woods, but yeah, I do love the peacefulness of the woods. Really? I love, okay. Um, even though I grew up in such a big family and it was chaotic, I do like. I love peace. Yeah. Quiet. You've got a dog, right? So walking the dog and you you live near Great Woods too. Uh, Diane, what's your favorite sport to play? Uh, Well, now I play street hockey. I heard this. And aren't (laughs) you like leading the league in penalty minutes or something? (laughs) I wish. No. Um, It's, I mean, they, growing up, we called it street hockey, but they call this now ball hockey. And I assume it's because it's in the rink and, you know, the ball, but, um, you know, I love all sports. You I mean, do, don't being, you? Of course, having seven brothers, <laughs> bring it on. You know, so seven anything. brothers, and you're, you were just saying your sister is seventy. Is that my it, sister's the oldest of nine? She will be seventy in April. So wow. her daughter is only five years younger than me, and my mom and my sister were pregnant at the same time. <gasps> That's wild. Oh, that's so funny. So the big joke was, "Hey, mom, I have some news," and my mom said, "Yeah," and she goes, "I'm pregnant." And my mom said, so am I. <laughs> All right, Diane, finally, what's your favorite TV show? My favorite. 
<laughs> you want to know? Yeah, yeah. I love the Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. That's the least surprising thing I've ever heard. No, uh, yeah, I love the Three Stooges. And actually, we watch, um, oh, what's that show? Last Man Standing with Tim Allen. Okay. That's really funny. Okay. I've been uh I've been watch binge watching a Hallmark series show like I'm I'm now that guy I watch Hall every Hallmark movie you know I read an article in the New York Times the other day Hallmark has forty two new holiday movies coming out 42 this year forty two holiday movies can you imagine no. the production schedule of that company I'd like just to be a part to of make that. I mean they're all the same story right like big I, city girl has a job that's wearing her away yeah. goes to a small town. Looks All. in the window, handsome guy walks by. Exactly. And it turns out, oh, he's he's like secretly wealthy. Yeah. We'll find out at the end. And he looks like a humble carpenter. I love him. Every uh, one of them. I watched one the other day, Christmas in Notting Hill. Now they're all set I, in Europe. And uh, I loved it so much. I feel like this is, I'm, girls have monopolized saying things like this, but I like the guy's hair in the movie. And now I'm going to grow my hair like it. Actually, I thought of another show that I'm really infatuated with. What's that? Heartland. Talking about Life Channels, like Lifetime Movie Channels. That okay. is a long... Have you heard of it? No. Oh. I'll probably. I'm watching... You have to watch like it. Chesapeake Shores, I think it's called, the one oh, I'm I, watching. I, oh, it's I haven't like, heard that. But... So it's literally that plot, though. Like, uh, Big City Girl goes home, falls, falls in love with the love guy with her, next door. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's secrets here. Uh, and at the end, everyone's uh, happily ever after. Uh, okay, so we will just send that down the river. So now for a top five list. Uh, funny, I wanted to ask, I wanted to come up with the top five and ask you because you and I, it's funny, some people think you and I don't get along because oh, we're know. often having the same arguments. I over think it's and over. hilarious that people think that. I'm like, oh no, no, not like at all. They try to intervene, like they think we're having a fist fight, and it's like. And here's the thing. All right. Diane's as far right Republican as you could get. I'm honest to God, dead in the middle. I am cursed with the ability to see both sides. And I think they're both kind of wrong. Right. And sometimes <laughs> I give you an inch. I think you call me far right, <laughs> but I think ultimately you want the same thing. Like we want. See, I'd agree with know. that. And that's the thing. We find common ground and we're agreeing. And then you send me a link to something. And I'm like, how did we go from. <laughs> <laughs> from agreeing on family values to you think this, I now agree with this. So here's my top five. I want to ask you, what are the five things that you believe that no one that, you know, folks like me think are a conspiracy theory? Well, the election was stolen. So you really do believe that? A hundred percent. Have you ever seen um, the, what is it called? Oh my gosh, now I'm blanking it. With Dinesh D'Souza's movie, The Mules. Um, no, you sent me the link. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Say so I didn't watch it. What is the gist of it? There's actually, um, videos of people showing up at boxes and you could just see them piling it in, piloting in, piloting oh, in. Oh, mail-in ballots? Mail-in like? ballots, even the reversal of the commute, uh, the computer systems and the, I mean, I, I don't know if you ever watched the election that night and it was like. Trump, Trump, Trump. And then within seconds, there was this insane amount of, and then all the interviews that happened, there was like postal service guys like, oh yeah, I delivered ballots and I came in, I came back and my truck was gone. I mean, this is all, I know, I know from Kevin's interview, you're not a Mike Lindell fan. Who's, oh, the MyPillow guy? <laughs> I'm not, not, I just don't know. I, I don't know enough <laughs> about what, all the things you say yeah. to strongly disagree with them. And I, what I'm trying to be is not guilty of just accepting 
the narrative of well, I think the mainstream media. You know, uh, I, I don't know enough. All I know is the election happened. Biden was declared the winner. There were a million and one lawsuits, and the Republicans won none of them. So that's what I'm basing my how could it possibly have been stolen if it went through the courts and Trump appointed lawyers shot them down as the dumbest arguments, right? Like that was it wasn't just that they lost. I mean, it was but I a think tenor have... of this is a embarrassing. Okay. I think that happened. I think probably I mean, look what's going on. I mean, people are being taken. Look at him. He's been to court how many times Ooh, Trump. and it's getting thrown out because they're like, what can we come up with now? None of them have gotten thrown out. I mean, they're pretty much like he's winning everything because he's winning. He's the goat. He is. Uh, I mean, if I just actually, I just I read say. a text today. I could probably pull it out. Like that came out. Like what the economy and what the country looked like right now when back during the election, and then what's it going to look like in three to four years? I mean, those are real gas. issues. Like, See, so the, right? Yeah. That that's. That substance. I don't want to sit here uh, arguing. The thing is, it's not even arguing politics. I could argue if you were sitting here far left, I could have this argument. I'm just, I'm one of these people who thought he was happily in the middle. And I mean, both I think if, I think yelling. historically too, like if you look at the success of presidents, the most successful ones were businessmen, right? And that's what he is. And ultimately, this country is a business. He wants to close the border. He wants to keep us safe. He believes in law enforcement, law and order, right? the freedom of speech, which, you know, is being censored left and right. I mean, it's just kind of that basic is... things. I mean, this whole, it's kind of insane and scary what's going on. Um, and I feel like... The party that used to say they were the free speech First Amendment party now, I mean, in that case, the anti-bullies have become the bullies. Uh, yeah. The language police, I think that's I mean, you're very a writer. Real... I mean, if you wanted to t say something, you probably can't, even if you wanted to it's certainly a thing i mean it's a concern i i think the worst part is that i don't even try and take the fights i just write defensively i'm like i know that i can't say i know and that's just too tone. bad because like you can't even be funny anymore as a comedian without yeah. being taken to this extreme of like you just say things because it's funny you're not saying it yeah because you're trying to be it's you know tricky. what i mean like it's just a it's a sad it's I mean, stand-up comedy has never been bigger than it is right now because I think they are the last people willing to poke the sacred cows. Yeah, and some of them. And they get a little bit of protection under it, and they grill both sides. If you're doing it right, if you're doing it in that way that, like, Saturday Night Live, it's always the same. Like, it's like Republicans are bad, right? Like, the yeah, same yeah, shtick yeah. over and over. How are they not... How is there not a character every week that is just like a lost, confused Joe Biden, right? Like, I mean, that is comedy gold. Yeah, it's it a is. fact. And that's fine. He's old. I got a dad that age. He's sitting home right now snoring the law and order, right? Like, it, it, it's okay. It's true. It's just, you know, it's just a different world than when we grew up. And it's just sad because ultimately... I mean, I worry about, like, just having fun on this podcast and someone deciding that I need to be canceled or this yeah. is conduct unbecoming a member of the media. I, absolutely. You know? I mean, I mean, there's a new movie out by Dinesh um, called The Police State. And that's, you know, who's kind Dinesh? Dinesh D'Souza. Do you uh, know him? No. Okay. He wrote, um, he's the one who did the 10,000 Mules, the, oh, you know, okay. the, you know, all the balloting and all that. Um, okay. But he came out with a new one that Police State that you can't even, you know, didn't someone just get taken to jail because he made a funny meme on Twitter about Hillary Clinton and he's being like thrown in jail? Really? Yeah. So like you can't even like you can't tweet shit something on the like left yeah either. you just can't even be funny and throw a meme out there which you know <sighs> it's it's sad it's scary
<laughs> it, 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 it's genuinely scary. And it's scary like I have two young boys who they don't have social media yet, but at some point they will. And it's like you could say something when you're 18 that's off color and at age 50 it yeah. could come back and ruin your career. You know, like yeah. I mean, we're thankful to be from that generation where that stuff just floated down the river and there's no record of that's it. That's why we're not on social media, are we? No. Are you? No, I mean, okay. I have accounts and I will but you... consume it, but mm, I mean, yeah. I, uh, I just, yeah. I mean, when Twitter first started, I was kind of big on it and I kept getting to the point where it was like, you're, you're one tweet from being fired, canceled, whatever. And so I just had to be like, oh, but I just never tweet again. And I'm, I can guarantee that I will never write a tweet that will get me canceled, yeah. right? Yeah. Even I forget, there was one in particular. Yeah, I can't even like talk about it because I'll get kid. But it was like I said, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't even remember the exact thing. But it was just like some, here, here's... Let me see my phone. I, I took a screenshot yesterday of this rant on uh, the free press. And this is it exactly. This is what, where did it go? This is what I think is the problem. Uh, good job, Billy. You can't, here it is. Mm -hmm. uh, we pander to the presumed sensitivities of hypothetical readers. Hmm. So that's how you have to write in the mainstream media right now. You have to presume everyone's in, everyone's sensitive to everything and you have to yeah. skirt the line. And I don't think people actually are that insensitive, especially when I write funny things and it's like you might, inf uh, you know, offend someone with whatever. It's like it's a joke. It's clearly a joke. I know. I, I mean, I agree. It's just you just it's just. All it's right. sad. Any anything else uh, that. uh. Not that I can think okay. of. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you'll text me a Tucker Carlson video to one My later. My man, Tucker. <laughs> Tucker and Donald. All right. <laughs> Who is on your top five? What's your top five? All right. For a perfect day? No, just oh. a, did you bring a top five in general? No, it's in my head. Okay. Well, well tell me then. So you you want my five ingredients of a perfect day or something like that? Well, right? uh, yes, or like a, an actual... It's okay if you didn't. Um, like a list... Like... Uh, well, of course, like, wait, you know, my health, there's, you know, that's... Oh, for a d perfect day? Yeah. I mean... Okay, Let, let's do it again. Give me your five ingredients for a perfect day. Okay. okay. All right. So when I wake up in the morning, the first thing is that I'm healthy. Yeah? <laughs> so, I, I mean, I want to make sure that I healthy, I'm healthy, I feel good. Um, who doesn't want, you know, a nice, beautiful 75 sunny degree day? Right. Um <sighs> Which I, I miss. It's sunny today, but it's like there's, yeah. you know, we're past the point where we can get vitamin D from the sun. It's like five more months till it comes I thought back. the sun was strongest in the winter. So if you sat out in a corner and let that sun beat on you, you'd but be okay. But it doesn't have the vitamin, vitamin D, D in it. Yeah. It's like November 11th Well, you better something. start taking some vitamin D so you don't well, get the vid. I do, <laughs> I do take those uh, vitamin D drops, but the science now says they don't help in any way. It's not that vi high vitamin D. People with high vitamin D levels are healthier and happier, but they think that's just a marker. That indicates they spend a lot of time outdoors and active in the sun. It's not the fact that they have high vitamin D. It's the fact that healthy, outdoor, happy people have vitamin D. Oh, that's vitamin interesting. D. So that makes sense. Though. Supplementing with drops, yes, will raise yeah. your vitamin D levels, but... Um, I don't even know what my vitamin D level... What's yours? I don't know. I went to the doctor this morning. Did you check it? <laughs> so I went for my annual physical this morning. I was telling Diane for we came on the air and... My doctor is my friend, Dr. Mike, and he's like, 
we get some great news and then some bad news. And I was like, oh, all right. And lots of great news. But then uh, the bad news is that my cholesterol is high mm. and going is it, up. Is it so high that you need medication? No, no. Okay. So you could fix that. Oh, yeah. And, okay. and I, I mean, I got the lecture that doesn't even need to be said. It's like, you got to just stop eating shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I am on a kick lately where I've gained some weight and I'm just kind of, uh, I had a hip problem. It seems to be going okay yeah. now. I, I was, uh, I'm like charging back into the gym. I was actually on my way to the gym this morning to the 8 a.m. And I was like crossing the bridge to Gloucester and something in my head went, do I have something else to do today? And I looked at my calendar. It's like, I have my annual physical right now. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> steered, thankfully, oh, wow. steered the car uh, to the doctor. And, went in like riot. dressed in gym clothes with the guy. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, so I kind of got the, you're not young anymore and you got to start caring uh, about these that things. That happens. Yeah. Knock on wood. I, mine's fine. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, moving on with your perfect day. It's Sunday out and then what, what are you doing on the sunny i mean of day? course i love to anything's exercise okay playing i love to play as i'm being i'm i'm reminded quite often that i'm immature okay <laughs> for my you. kids well i like to have you know in I, a good way though. in a good way yeah i know you know i mean i grew up with all those boys you know i am right. who i am and um, so they it's a thing they talk about you being immature every once in a while because i like to tease okay. you know and um yeah you know i just they do. They say it. They tell me I'm immature. And I'm like, mm, sorry. And are the babies still living with you? They are. And how old are they now? Four. So your daughter had twins. My daughter had twins. And so you became a grandma and the kids have you basically been there every... They, that's they, awesome, right? Yeah, like, no, it's awesome. It's great. I mean, again, <laughs> as you know, growing from coming from a big family, I'm used to it. I love it. Yeah. I'm ready to get them to play street hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the Stooges. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm the Stooges are tailor-made for four-year-olds, right? Like that. <laughs> oh, man. Good old days. Uh, but it's going to be fun. Like, I mean, being a grandparent, you get to kind of do it all again. Uh, and you're doing it in the house. Like, I'm sure there are moments where it's like, I wish you weren't crying babies around. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it's hard sometimes, but you're right. It's different. And then being older, it's different. And they're not your own. Yeah. So when people say, oh, being a grandparent's great, it's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm sure your parents have said it. Yeah, yeah. It's, diff it's different. So I just spoil them rotten. And, <laughs> oh, you want a cookie for breakfast? <laughs> Mom, what are you doing? And, oh, so is that it? Is your daughter... I saw your daughter at Market Basket she the told, other day. Uh, but she didn't realize. She's like, she's like, I, I, I think I remember what he looks like. And then I showed him a picture of you. Yeah, no, I, uh, and she was with the boy. Is that, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Um, he's a good guy. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, where were we see my computer? So my perfect day. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, honestly, I was like, kept thinking of these things and you know what you, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to let this happen. Like I said, mechanically. <laughs> just go with the flow with how the I flow. feel in the moment. All right. So where, uh, is there any place you picture going on a perfect day? Of course, you know, we have a boat. So being on the, in the ocean is being on the boat in the middle of the ocean. The one thing about COVID that was kind of fun for us was going on the boat to Wingershik and not a single person was there. Okay. And it was so fun. And then we sort of kind of created this group, a couple of friends in town and then we ended up calling ourselves, have you seen my hat? The fun committee. <laughs> and That's that was the joined the fun, the fun committee as a result of COVID because, you know, you couldn't go anywhere or do anything. And then that summer we would like trek over to 
you know, Wingashik Beach and not a soul was around and would hang out. It was it was pretty awesome. There is a lot. I mean, now that we're far enough away from COVID, there is so much I realized that I miss that <laughs> I really loved. I mean, my the kids quietness. were the perfect age. They still, they hadn't outgrown us yet. So, I mean, we just had so much family time, hikes, things like that, solitude in the outdoors. Yes. That, that like nesting feeling, you know, where it was like, this is just us. The walls are sealed. Uh, And then things like that. Yeah. Taking a boat to the beach, you'd be like, there's no one here. It was amazing. I had a nightmare the other night about docking my boat at backside of Craig. Um, Like, that's how stressful that normally is because it's so crowded it's right so one of the last times we were there i don't even know how we i don't even know how we docked it it was insane i think i'm done like i think i'm like you have that, to go during the week yeah it's like that's not where i'm going on the boat anymore the no. it, there's a sandbar in the middle of the essex server that forms like at low tide and it's like i think that's the only time i'm gonna do the whole like beach to boat thing Take right care. like yeah. it it, it it's so crowded, so stressful. I mean, look at us complaining. It's like hard to park our boat at our perfect beach on our perfect day. But it is. Bo- boating is... UK uh, banners. I mean, I'll t- I, I'm new to boating again. I had a boat for about five minutes, got rid of it. Now I have a proper boat. And I keep saying this over and over. There's Boat stress is such a thing, but so is a boat boner. Like where you're just driving along and you're like, this is the best thing in the world. Oh, and you forget that you just, yeah, getting it in over, and out of the I got to put it on a trailer. I got to, uh, do you trailer your boat or is it? Uh... Well, we know people. Okay. So we were able to like put it on a mooring here and there throughout. Okay. Yeah. So that, it does make helps. it a lot easier. I yeah. mean, I shouldn't say because John does all the work and James. Okay. So. I just jump on it like, pick me up. What do you need? Like, I, I live the dream uh, yeah. of the boat life. Yeah. Other than when he's like, oh, we need a grand for, I'm like, what? Yeah. You need to get to buy this. You got to do that. It's which constant. which never ends. It, it truly doesn't. But uh, all right. So uh, anything else? So perfect exercise, day? Um, you know, and honestly, being uh, it's being with family and friends, right? Yeah. And then a good meal. Yeah. Just pretty basic. I'm not a... I think the one thing about me, which you probably know, is I'm not high maintenance. No. So. And I think that's like a nice trait to have. So whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty easygoing. No, I, I even one of my favorite like Diane moments is when I come upon you on Long Beach. You know, you kind of go there with a different crew and yeah. I'm often there with a different crew and I'll just see this like happy person down there. I'm like, and, and there's Diane. It's Diane. She's over there having temporary life. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. So um, Diane. Let's get to some questions, okay? So, uh, all right, we got some new ones today. These are Proust questions. These are based on uh, this parlor game that the writer Marcel Proust used to do back in the early, I don't know when he was a thing, but uh, I have some of his questions, but mostly my own. They are designed to reveal one's true self okay All right. this is a, and, and i have some new ones to start with here's a good one if you could choose the ringtone that played when you called someone what would you want it to be <laughs> it's probably got something to do with america okay. <laughs> <laughs> like the the anthem or something okay that's die calling <laughs> We know she loves I'm this country. Proud to be an American. Exactly. Uh, yep, there we go. Uh, all right, Diane. Uh, sticking with music, what song 
will always get you on the dance floor. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, my wife came up with that one. Hmm. Probably that song. Oh, what a night. <laughs> I have vivid memories of being 20 at yeah. the bar in Boston and dancing. Dancing on that. Okay. Uh, yeah, there are certain songs. You know what I think mine is? Living on a Prayer. If that comes oh, on, I'm that's gonna a good like one. slam dance the whole, all the old ladies out of the way. I don't right know if there. I would dance to it, but I'd be singing to it. <laughs> kind of like Free Fallen. You like turn the radio up be like uh free falling that was uh, yesterday was a big day where the spotify wrapped came out do you know what that is no um like if you use spotify at the end of the year they do a rap like w-r-a-p where they just send you your data for the year like the top five artists you listen to and that all you, that. that yeah tracked and, uh, you. My, my wife's uh like number two song was free falling i was like is that what you're rocking out to over there it was all Fleetwood Mac with Free Fall. That's amazing. I love Petty. I saw him before he, that last tour. You, you know what uh, my uh, data said is that I'm in the top like 0.05% of Jimmy Buffett listeners. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I was like, really? I picture r- hardcore Buffett heads being hard, hardcore. Oh, yeah. Apparently that's me. I'm that's just too lazy. I just get in and hit whatever was last playing and oh. let it go through. Uh, but Come Monday was the song I, love that I listened song, to though. the that's, most last that's year. That's one of my favorite songs. Oh, it's by, the best. Yeah. Um, okay, Diane, what's the best gift you'd ever, you've ever received? <laughs> oh, geez. That's a tough one, Billy. I, I, the best they're, they're gift. They're designed to be tough. I've ever received. Is it something Marilyn put under the tree? Something John gave you? The kids? <laughs> hmm. The best gift I ever got on Christmas. You know, honestly. Doesn't have to be Christmas. Oh, it does it? Oh, ever for yeah, anything. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have anything. I guess. I guess the only thing that can come up would be Christmas as a little kid when I got Dorothy. <laughs> oh, really? I like. Well, if that's what you remember. Uh, that's what I remember. Uh, Diane, if you ever got to the point where you had to make a wish, what would your make a wish be? Well, at this point, which is, you know, it would be to get rid of cancer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think you can do that. I think you get to like meet a pro wrestler or something like that. Well, I think uh, you, I think you had different, you wanted me to say something different, didn't you? Did I? What? Meet Donald Trump? (laughs) (laughs) Which I do. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We'll just say that's your answer. I want to meet Donald Trump. And Tucker Carlson. That's funny. Okay. Tucker. Uh, All right. And, and for this one, you have to kind of answer quickly. This came from my, my, uh, uh, I forget one of my kids. What's the most random, vivid thing you viv- you remember? The most. Oh, that's funny you ask me that. Yeah. So what pops in your head? What random, vivid? Hmm. Uh, sorry, you just said I have to remember quickly. <laughs> or, <laughs> All right. This is probably weird. I don't know why I just you said that, and this is what I thought of actually. Okay. Being a little kid in elementary school. And back in the day when you had the boys played on this side and the girls played on this side. Okay. And when I was, I was a little wise guy and I used to, one girl, I used to tease her and I would say, you wear boys underwear. (laughs) And I would run around the playground and then I'd run to Mr. O'Grady, who I had a crush on as in, I don't know, 10. Okay. And I would say, Mr. O'Grady, and I would hide with, (laughs) 
It's yeah, you're you're you are delivering on the question. That is random and moving. random, right? Yeah, it grew out of a, it's and then that question. same girl followed me home and jumped off her bike and punched me in the face. <gasps> and did you fight or did did you? Have I think I fought, but the other vivid memory is I was carrying a life science book. It was blue with like silver, and I remember that book like falling in the grass. And then weird? I ran home and told my dad. You can remember the book. I remember the book. It was blue and silver, and it got flown off to the side of the grass. Isn't memory weird? Like, you just pulled open a drawer, right, that's probably not been open in however (laughs) long, 40 years. And it's like, and the book was this color. She was on her bike with her friend and a guy, a little boy, and then she jumped off and decked me. I don't blame her. (laughs) Okay. Uh, All right, Diane, moving on. Uh, this uh, the, I'll tell you, it's fun, and my family's getting involved in coming up with these questions. They kind of they sure. get all excited. Uh, and this came from uh, we were watching Talladega Nights uh, the oh, other yeah. day at my parents' house, and at the end, like uh, Will Ferrell says, "Is that the one when he skates?" No, it's the one where he's a NASCAR driver. Oh, you're, the NASCAR driver, Blades of Glory, okay, which yeah. Joanne said on this show that was her favorite movie, oh, or the movie really? she's seen the most. But at the end. Uh, well, I won't give it away. Here, here's okay. a question that comes from the end scene. Your goal, Diane, is to get thrown out of an Applebee's. What do you do? Dance on the bar. Okay. <laughs> didn't, didn't take you very long. Okay, what song is playing while you're dancing on the bar? Um, Probably Garth Brooks. <laughs> which, which one? Pretend I don't know Garth Brooks. Friends in Low Places. <laughs> I do know that one, don't I? Is that the, I got friends. Okay, Diane, uh, you're at the beach and an ice cream truck pulls up. What are you ordering? Oh, I love ice cream. That's like my thing. But, you know, an ice cream truck yeah. doesn't necessarily no, sell ice cream. They Probably sell. the um, that rainbow rocket thing. Okay. <laughs> good, good choice, yeah, yeah. The blue, the red, white, and blue one? Yeah, it's, uh, is that what it's called, the rocket? I think it is, it's and, like... It's uh, delicious. Okay, Diane, what's the trait you most deplore in others? Crybabies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Diane, name one thing you must do before you die. I want to see the entire country in an RV. Okay. That's my bucket list for sure. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Are you making any moves towards doing that? Um, actually, interestingly enough, my son is friends with someone that just reached out and has like a 2020... 26 foot trailer that's mint okay. that he wants to sell us for a really good deal really and we're like do we do it do we not do it will we use it will we not use it yeah because you know if it ends up in my yard it'll be like hey regan's go to die's house you can sleep in <laughs> exactly that's what's gonna happen Just which is fine vagabond yeah right um but yeah that's my definitely All right. uh diane do you let dogs kiss you no <laughs> And I have, I love dogs and I have a dog, but when she does, I'm like, oh, no. really? No. That's funny. I love it. Uh, all right, Diane, if you were buried with one memento from your life, what would you choose? Mm. One memento? Yeah. One, one, one thing goes in the casket yeah. with you. Hmm. Maybe a picture of my family. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Diane, if you had to enter a competitive eating contest, what would you want the food to be? Ice cream. Okay. I'd win. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor? Well, now that I'm mature, because I always love chocolate and peanut butter, but now that I'm mature, I, I always order Almond Joy. 
Okay. <laughs> why, why does that make you mature? I don't know. Because I associate <laughs> chocolate with kids. Um, and I act, you know, listen, I'm trying to become mature now. <laughs> you're doing a great job. Uh, okay, Diane, what, uh, now that you're mature, what accomplishment are you most proud of? Um, well, I graduated with a bachelor's degree from Salem and I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And then going to nursing school, I hated it. So I guess it would have to be that. What, other making than, it through nursing school? Oh, I hated it. And of course, having your children is an accomplishment. You know, yeah. that's something to be proud of. Do that's obvious. love being a nurse? Like being a nurse? I enjoy honestly taking care of people. So I do okay. love going to your house, taking care of you. Um, and describe the nursing you do. I'm a visiting nurse. Okay. So I go to people's homes or... Um, if they live in an assisted living facility, I'll go to their apartment or okay. memory care unit. So I do like that. I mean, okay. and, and I, are these just like old guys flirting with you the whole time? Sometimes that happens, <laughs> uh, but it's all, it's mostly older people for sure. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. And of course I, you know, you know, I always was a teacher and a coach and stuff like that, fitness and sports. So, yeah. you know, you were an aerobics coach back in the day, right? I was. Yeah. <laughs> I think about doing that sometimes still for us. We, yeah, remember we were yeah. on this kick? You were going to teach an aerobics class? We did a little bit warming up, me and you. Why not? With uh, the DBB crew. Uh, awesome. Uh, Diane, what's the best word to say in a Boston accent? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the other thing I get called out by people is I don't. I say I don't care. I, don't, I just say care. Yeah. Or a, a. You also say, care. we've talked about this before, uh, food shopping. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the only too, one that says food shopping. It's gone out. I, it, I never occurred to me that it was a like Boston thing, thing until I heard you say it one time. And I was like, I haven't, I can't remember the last time I heard someone call it food shopping. That's because my mom says that. Yeah. I mean, you go to the food store it. to buy food. You yeah. don't, I mean, groceries. Go food shopping. That's, that's a long word that's hard to say. It's a weird. Let's go grocery shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go to the food store. market. Go food shopping. The, uh, food store. Thinking of it as food shopping is very something weirdly primal about it. Like you go in, you're, you're in a store, but it's like wait, wait, it's all food, right? We're buying food. And it's, when I, it's you know, I went through this phase trying to be a hunter, and you think so much about the individual animal, and like you know, will I have the courage to pull the trigger and all that. Then you go to the grocery store and you're standing in front of the meat section. And I mean, there's what's in front of you is thousands of dead animals, but it doesn't yeah. feel that way. Right. It feels distant. It does. And then sure. weird things like meatball. You ever like repeat a word so much it, it kind of takes on yeah, a weird I, feeling like I did it the other day meatball. with meatballs and it was like, is that weird? Yeah. We're just saying, do you want a ball? A meatball. Meat, a ball of dead animal just balled it up i, I know when you think of it like that that's true delicious that would be my uh entry in a competitive eating contest oh I'd, you would love my mom i'd love to i've heard i've uh, heard well i brought you some and you didn't Why did you bring me remember some? i brought you some to the gym once and you're like i want them when they <laughs> when yeah, they get all I served on the hot. table I, I, want, <laughs> I want i want them fresh and uh over pasta uh all right let's see uh if your house were on fire, Diane, and you could run in and save one thing, what would it be? What would it be? <laughs> um, probably my safe. I, I shudder to think what's in that thing. Huh? You're just, you're, you are, of course, the sort of person that has a safe. Uh, okay. Of course, you know, everybody says albums, which is true, you know, yeah. but, you know, I would probably run in and get my safe. <laughs> 
just clean and jerk it out the door. Uh, all right, Diane, what one luxury item would you bring to a desert island? So it can't be anything functional like a boat. Mm, my toothbrush. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> uh, Diane, what's your biggest regret? Not having more children. Okay. Well, what? Who's your favorite new kid? <laughs> Oh, new kids on the block. <laughs> this was here from Jillian. Uh, we'll, we'll ask you. I think I like Jordan. He's pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, Diane, what would you like the first line of your obituary to say? Um, always smiling, loving mother, sister, friend. Oh, uh, okay. Diane, what is your current state of mind? Um, happy. I mean, I, I feel pretty good. I just, you know, honestly, every day I'm just trying to make sure that I'm grateful for health and, yeah. you know, I do take the time every night to pray. So That's a good thing, right? Yeah. Gratitude at the end of the day, yeah. especially, you know. I thanks. mean, I think most good people are grateful, you know. Yeah. So, and I am grateful for, I'm grateful that I have a home in a beautiful town. I'm grateful that I have my health, my family, my friends. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, at the end of the day, that's what's important. It doesn't matter how rich you are. Uh, you have I mean, the right it makes attitude. it easy. It makes it easy. I've said this to Andrew. Money makes life easy, but it doesn't make you happy. Yeah. Right. I agree. I mean, yeah. it pays the bills. Yeah, of course, the obvious stuff, but. It's a 30% trap too. Have you ever heard that? Everyone just thinks they just need 30% more, you know, and just like, if I just had 30% more income, I'd be happier. I'd be happier. But everyone thinks that way, no matter where on the income scale you are. I agree. I mean, you hit people. So if I only won a million dollars, well, you say that, but then, yeah, you know, it's a nightmare. The, uh, I only play the lottery when it's like a billion bucks. I don't know why. <laughs> That's like, when I play. I'm like, let's let's bring the biggest problem I could ever bring into my life into my life. I know. But you see this guy up in Maine who just won like 1.3 billion, and like the first thing he's doing is suing his baby mama because, and I kind of get why. She told people. He told oh, her not no. to tell anyone. He went and she he went and told she went and told all his relatives, who I'm sure were oh. like. Pay up, sucker, right? It's funny uh, because I think I think about that when I play once a year. <laughs> and I think if I won that, I would hire someone to say they won. Yeah, no, you can... Uh, can you do that? I did, Well, you can like uh, get a lawyer and establish yeah. trust and have the lawyer accept it on behalf of the trust and remain anonymous and that way. Yeah. But you have to... Um, I've looked into it because in my head, I've already won the lottery. Oh, I'm so just yeah. thinking through how I do this creatively. <laughs> There's some weird problem if you sign the back of the ticket, oh. which it says to do like immediately. If it, if, if you, you wrote mean. like Diane Prezi on that, like yeah. the lottery is going to announce Diane Prezi won this thing. But if you don't sign it and then you have like a lawyer sign it as, you know, whatever, Rockport LLC, uh, yeah, then yeah. no one knows who you are. Uh, hmm, interesting. But, okay. Uh, did I already ask you this? What do you consider the most overrated virtue? Overrated virtue. Hmm. Hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is patience, but not because <laughs> it's only because I don't have it. Yeah. And it takes so much work. It does, doesn't it? I'm not very patient. Yeah, you, you're kind of like me, I think, with that. You know, I just want to get things done, you know? If I can, and that's something that if I work on it, in re or if I recognize the impatience is taking over right now, yeah. that adds a 
that's a big boost if you just take that deep breath and you're like, all right, who cares? Like, it's really you know. hard for me to do that. Yeah. It's like that song, like that country song that I like, you know, you're in a hurry to get things done. It's like you rush, you drive, you this. And it's like, for what? How, all right. You brought up country music. How do you go from being like a, a, a Stoneham girl with this strong Boston accent, right? From this Irish yeah. Catholic family that is, uh, you know, famously Democrats, right? Uh, you become this country music loving right wing. I mean, you say right wing, but I don't know. You always, it's I don't well, know, is that the right word. I mean, I just, I, well, I, I mean, like, I guess I would say um, fiscally conservative mm -hmm. and socially liberal like i don't you know this things like i mean we want the same things our country to be safe right we want us to mm -hmm. keep the gas down be able to not have middle class be disappearing on us i mean we all want the same things True. we want to be safe you know we care about the military we care about the police it's basic basic stuff that we we both want and right. agree upon so Okay. Um, but how, but how did I get that? Like so, I mean, and of and... course, back then we were everybody, like you said, but JFK would probably be considered a Republican. <laughs> That's the weird <laughs> you know, thing, right? right? So, um, you know what? I got into it because my parents, there used to be a bar on Route 1 called the Blue Star. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever heard of it? No, but it you was just awesome. said Star with the most. Star. <laughs> Go ahead, the Blue Star. <laughs> you got to get me on the show with your dad. Pete <laughs> would be buzzing that all day. Um, and there was a guy singing a country song, and it was Goth Brooks, just as he was starting to become. And then all of a sudden, it was like, we love. Wait, wait. So, hold on. You went to a bar on Route 1, and Garth Brooks was No, playing? not him. It was oh, somebody singing his songs with a country boy, you know, cowboy hat. And we just loved it. My girlfriend, you know, we were out, my high school friends. And uh, I just was kind of hooked on country music. But I've always been, obviously, you know, a small town yeah, girl. Patriotic. Anyway, patriotic, family-loving God, loving. God, country, and Nancy Kerrigan, right? God, Did you grow up with Nancy family. Kerrigan? She's older than me. Okay, my but brother she's Bobby's from your age. town? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She lived in the street as my grandmother. Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't know her, but the, but, the boys did. That was like the biggest thing in the world oh, when yeah. she and the Tanya Harding Oh, thing. that was insane. Oh, that came up recently. It's funny having kids because sometimes things come up and you realize, wait, I have to explain Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. You don't already know this? Yeah. Right? Like, I was trying to explain OJ the other day. Oh, and it God, was I remember like, that, too. Remember, yeah. like, I think I was at a wedding when that happened I and mean, the TV was on a TV on like a uh, big stand and everyone's watching it. Uh, why wouldn't you? Right. It's way more interesting than the wedding. But just explaining these things. I, I have this phrase that I just repeat too often lately because it's constantly accurate, but the truth about and everyone can say this the truth about my childhood feels made up like when i go to tell a true story about something mm -hmm. like oh yeah when i was a kid there was this woman tonya harding who had a guy like tried to kneecap it, it is like no no billy that's not you are making that up I like know, these crazy. things did not happen the whole yeah. country watch oj in a car chase right like did in the, in not the white happen. bronco yeah but he's innocent. <laughs> and, and, I mean, it made the Broncos so famous. They discontinued it for years. <laughs> like it just became so associated with the car chase. They stopped making it. Uh, yeah. So all these things about just growing up. And it's like my kids, thankfully, seem receptive and interested when I tell these stories. Because I feel like maybe I wasn't so nice to my parents when they'd want to, you know, like. Yeah. My dad told you, know, I didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of and that whole thing. Walk uphill like, in the snow both ways. Yeah, all of it. You but know? you know what? I love that. Like, I I like those old school people or how we grew up. Yeah. I just do. I yeah. mean, you know. 
They're fading. Just, it's, it's fading. It really is. The, I mean, uh, my life growing up was school, sports, come home, play, 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 play. Yeah. I told you, even in college, I'd have a boyfriend call a house and be like, I'll call back. I'm not coming in. <laughs> like, what? No, I don't want to talk to you. I want to play with my brothers. Where'd you go to college? Salem. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. For nursing and regular? No, nope. I went for That's where I went my undergrad, like the bachelor's in the uh, sports fitness field. Oh, okay. And then I was teaching and personal training. And then I was like, you know what? I think I should probably make more money. What do I like to do? I'm like, I guess I can be a nurse. I can work weekends. Okay. That's how that happened. But you're still coaching CrossFit and all that? Yeah, do I you? do. Yeah. I mean, I'm there like one day a week. <laughs> okay. That's enough. I mean, I'm, I do private duty now and then I help with the kids and then I work sometimes for John, like games. Okay. And then I work my day shift. So I have a lot. I have more jobs than Jillian. Oh, Jillian, there are many <laughs> jobs is funny. And your husband is the athletic director of yes, Rockport, Rockport High School, which is, yep. that, that's a fun, like thinking about overseeing like a small town sports program. Yeah, on. he loves it. He's good at his job. Yeah. Kids love him. You Everyone know. knows him. Uh, Everyone knows him. Uh, okay. What's something, moving on, uh, what's something people would be surprised to learn about you? Hmm. Something to be surprised. Hmm. I can be a pain in the ass, <laughs> but I don't know how to, yeah. uh, I don't know. Something surprised. I think everybody knows I used to take break dancing as a kid. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. You knew that, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, you I'm, didn't? I think probably a lot of people from that era have the same story. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I love, you know what? I, I actually love to sing. You do? And it's always been my dream to Actually, I probably could have answered this, is play the guitar and be like, who doesn't want to be a rock star? But I did learn the guitar a few years ago, and I would just sit there and like, and I could play like three or four like country roads, yeah. like things like that. And um, like if we were out partying together, you're like, hey, go, go sing on stage. I'd be like, that's me. I'm I, your girl. I'm so jealous of that talent. I was driving my 14-year-old to high school the other day as a freshman, and I forget how it came up, but... I think he like he got cut from the basketball team last night. You know, he's like he's not sort of naturally athletic. He yeah. played played soccer in the fall. Never played basketball a day in his life. Decides he's going to go out for the but basketball. That's good team. for him. Yeah, all his friends did it. They just that's got awesome. together like we'll try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like okay, and then they all got cut, which they were like good, good for them. But anyway, we we're talking about that, and I was like sports and popular kids, and I was like, I said something like, you know, if you actually want to be popular, like. Play the guitar, <laughs> it, which he does. He's taking lessons, oh, that's and like awesome. he he sat up and paid attention. He's like, "Really?" I was like, yeah, "Do you not know this?" And he was just like, "Wait, girls like guys who play the guitar." I was like, "Have you have you listened to the lyrics of any rock songs?" Like, I know, right? That's what they're all about. And yeah. I always like people that made me laugh. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, speaking of things you've always liked, who is your all time? Movie star crush. My movie star crush. Hmm. I also have movie time crush. I have to think about this. I mean, I guess I always liked Kevin Costner. He's pretty handsome. Yeah. 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 Diane, do you have a recurring dream? <laughs> um. Hmm. I do dream every single night. Okay. But nothing recurring that I can think of, to be honest. 
I that's a question I see in the culture, like about mm. recurring dreams, and it's like I, I have dreams all the time where I'm being chased or falling. Yeah, like I, I don't like heights, and I picture it's me, it's one of my kids. But I'm like, does that even count as a recurring dream? It's more of a recurring theme. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think probably you're right. I mean, I've had mm-hmm. things where you're not like in control, I yeah. guess, which is not a good feeling. Yes, I've been sleeping great lately. They didn't ask me that in my physical day. I was ready to get an A on that. But no, <laughs> more worried about my cholesterol. <laughs> uh, all right, what is the trait you most deplore in yourself? Uh, I can be kind of a nag. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. What movie have you seen the most times? Pretty Woman. Oh, that's such a sweet I movie. I have vivid memories of sitting with my friend Megan, and we knew every word we knew when there was something wrong in the movie that they missed they forgot to clip out like we knew everything about that movie that was a magic moment in movie history like when julia roberts just like boo-boo like, I know. just appeared and it was like yep she's yeah. now that whatever yeah. that is america's sweetheart you've yeah, got the job until you and when, like, then when you think about what pretty woman's about like she's this hooker you're like uh what? but with a heart of gold yeah. and he was a guy trying to bang hookers <laughs> with a heart of gold okay <laughs> Diane, what's the first thing you do on your phone in the morning? I play Wordle because <laughs> I'm not on social media. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, Diane, what profession other than your own would you like to try? I would want to be a famous actress. Okay. <laughs> An actress. Yeah. Well, you know, I've done some modeling. Uh, yeah. But the little bit of commercials that I did, I really had fun with it. You would be good at that too. I mean, it's just fun. It's media, It's great being around like creative people because I'm not creative at all. Okay. You know, there's just nothing artistic about me. I would opinion. love to be around creative people. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it's fun. It's, you know, you get these cam. you know, the couple times I did things, I'm like, this is really cool to be around these people. <sighs> See, that's making me jealous. My biggest issue in my life right now is I am still in a career where I spend so much time alone. In this house, mostly. Uh, I can go to the newsroom, but it's a three-hour commute, you know, I, and I'm yeah. just, like, lonely. I want, like, creative collaborators in you the room You should go me. to Boston Casting and get on there. Well, I don't want to be an actor. Oh. I, uh, I, just want, I just want to work with someone. That's with it. I just oh, want okay. someone to talk. I mean, my kids go to school at 8, and they shut the door, and then it'll be 3 p.m. before I talk to another human. Mm. Yeah, that's hard. It's tough. You and know pe- I mean? some people love remote work, and I've thought, oh, would I like it? But I'm like <sighs> you. I don't know if I could do it. I don't love offices, but I, yeah, I'm just missing. Yeah. I'm just a extrovert. I'm a people person. Like, yeah. I was so excited you were coming over today because I could take a talk break from someone. sitting alone <laughs> staring at a computer to, uh, yeah. yeah, interact. Uh, okay, so you, right, you answered that. Uh, Diane, if you had to enter a talent show, what would your talent be? I guess it would be playing the guitar and singing. Okay. Uh, all right. If I could grant you one superpower, superpower, what would you choose? Mm. Read minds. Oh. Okay. <laughs> would you really want no. that though? Could you imagine if <laughs> no, you just knew what everyone was thinking no, all day? I know. Probably not. I don't even want to know what's in my. I know I, what's in there, but it's like I don't want to. No, admit I, I to don't it. know what my superpower. I don't know. I mean, I as far as like. Super people like you know uh, what's her name though Wonder Woman's oh. like, she's a rock star oh when she spun around and... yeah she spins around <laughs> she's strong she's gorgeous I'm like uh, I want to be Wonder Woman yeah Linda Carter she was awesome back in the day and the new one Gal Gadot is <laughs> she's also very awesome. lovely uh, Diane if you could take a road trip with any three people 
living or dead, who would you who would you choose? Where would you go, and what car would you drive? Um. Well, I love American history. Okay. So, I've been fascinated with like the Revolutionary War. All right. Like Ben Franklin, but recently I read a book called The Adversaries and. Dr. Warren, I would love to meet him. I don't know who that is. Who is Nobody he? really does, but read the book. Okay. But he's some he's somebody that they say or historians say that he would have been the first president of the United States had he lived. All but right. he was a big person behind the movement that started the Revolutionary War. It was okay. him, Paul Revere, you know, that whole Sam Adams. Yeah. And, uh, um if I could, you know, honestly Probably, you know, of course, John, we never go anywhere to do so anything. So husband. my husband, uh, you know, it's a tough question because it would be right. fun. I, I so feel Dr. like I don't really. What's his name again? The, uh, the... Dr. Warren. Dr. Warren, your husband. And who's John. the third person in this car? Who's the third person? It's got to be like, oh, hmm. I don't know. It's got to be somebody from like a high school friend. But if I say one name, I'd be leaving other people out. Okay. So, you gotta pick someone. Oh, I have to pick someone. Hmm. I I I don't know. All right, we'll put Trump in the car with you too. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'm driving well, too slow. <laughs> if I was going with him, driver. we'd be able to use all his fancy cars. So. Um, all right, and where would you go on this road trip? Um. Actually, you know what? I think I'd like to go to Greece. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's <laughs> so random. Right. You, I want to Trump, see the country to go to Greece. And, uh, <laughs> and what kind of car would you be driving? Um, not a Tesla. Okay. <laughs> well, why'd you say that? Are no, you... I'm not an EV person at all. No. Uh, plus, you'd, you'd have to charge it and wait around for 24 hours. I, I saw a video the other day of like the chargers in LA like that are in like mall parking yeah. lots. And I mean, it, there were like 100 cars in line waiting. I mean, it's that's insane. a chore to add that to your life, to be like, I have to go wait to fuel my car. A lot of people buying them and then they, they don't, they're like a fun car because they realize they really do suck. And you're like, you only have 280 miles. Have you ever driven a Tesla or been I've in been one? in them. I mean, <sighs> it's, that, it's more about the fact of waiting, now. right? I have no patience. We established that. So if I right. drive somewhere, I don't want to sit and wait for my car to it be It is charged. weird. If you could drip charge it overnight at your house i'm sure but these people that have to go to a fast charging station which i think takes like 15 20 minutes and then that's a charging the station available. that's run off of fossil fuels true that true that uh many of them are okay uh diane what's the craziest thing you've ever witnessed the craziest thing i've ever witnessed hmm that's a good question billy hmm trying to think if anything's ever happened you know medically for me that would be the only thing that i could think of um i think the only thing that probably was i never forgot was like it's sad but after like the marathon bomb like and going into the city okay like the eeriness of it all right like no one around and i was i had a you know my one of my best friends from high school's brother was, you know, injured and being okay. in the hospital and see. Like, Were you that running was, the marathon that year? I wasn't running. I ran the following year. Okay. All right. So that was something. Yeah. You just never forget. Yeah. Eerie. It's funny. Yeah. It I, was. It, 
it's an eerie feeling is weird is a memorable feeling. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, what always stands out to me about that day and no one ever mentions it is, uh, like I was walking into the globe newsroom with my wife and two little kids. Cause it was like normally marathon Monday is an easy day to be a globe reporter. Yeah. You, I was standing on top of heartbreak Hill, like, you know, getting color, sending quotes back. I was working on this longer story and one of the guys in the longer story was running the marathon. So I wanted to see him. Anyway, we go back to the newsroom as I'm walking in the door, mm-hmm. like on the monitors, you just see this, right. And you know, one of the editors just points to me and two other people. And it's like, go, right. And we're like fly downtown. And by the time we got there, I won't get into the details, but you know, it, People crying, people body, whatever it might be. But on the eerie, like the vivid thing I remember that day is there was another explosion after the first two, but it was a controlled detonation of like a specific package, you know, like the bomb Mm. squad like blew something up and it turned out to be, yeah, just that, like a backpack, someone left fleeing. Um. But when that noise went off, I was on, you know, I was like a block away when that went off, like that feeling was awful and i mean there's nothing to report it was like yes the bomb squad did control demolitions but in that heightened state not knowing where to go where to turn and all of a sudden another explosion went off it was like that eerie feeling coupled with this huge noise was not good like Hmm. it did not feel very good yeah oh it's that whole thing was scary oh that whole thing was uh yes uh all right final question diane who would you like to play you in the movie of your life who would I like to play me? Um, let's see. Maybe someone like Jennifer Garner. Okay. Because she seems really nice and sweet. Yeah. And you, you, you look a little bit like her, or she looks a little <laughs> like you in them case. So, all right, Jennifer Garner. All right, well. Send that along. Okay, the finals, final segment, Diane. All right, here we go. Which is, uh, I may need to modify this because no one can follow up, but uh, it's this thing that they used to do at juggling conventions, or maybe they still do them, but when I used to go to them, at the end of the convention, you get on this website and you list your high, your low, your goal, your crush, your bane, and your surprise, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you a framework. Uh, so I want you to list your high, low, goal, crush, bane, surprise of growing up in a family of nine kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which no one does anymore. It's I like know. you're from another planet. The fact that you were one of nine. Okay. What's the high of growing up in a family of nine kids? You have constant friends and playmates. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the low? Uh, a lot of teasing, yeah. a lot of fighting over TVs, things like that, having yeah. to share everything, Is especially that a- the cookies. You okay. know, I, can't, I only had one. <laughs> this popsicle got cut in half. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right. High, low, goal. This is, uh, this is tricky, but um, it's a phrase for having a big family, but, uh, you know, I, go I for it. Go for it. Uh, yeah. What, 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 what would be the goal of, for your parents say of having a family that big and did they achieve it? What's their goal? I don't, I don't know. know. It doesn't really I mean, work. they, they just genuinely loved, you know, kids. Yeah. You know, um, I know for, for me when I, 
you know, they had my sister and then they like always wanted another girl. Okay. So they just kept they trying. They just like, we'll just keep trying. And then you have a brother younger than and you. And then I have a younger brother okay. who reminds right. me of you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you've told yeah. me this. I have yeah, to meet Timothy. him. Timothy. When we're eating meatballs. Uh, Marilyn. <laughs> hint. Uh, all right. So high little goal crush. Uh, who was who your crush of those nine kids? Eight, I, eight kids. My uh, crush? I don't know. Oh, I mean, you mean, you know, yeah, who I, got, I was probably the closest with Kevin because he was right above me. Okay. Yeah. All right. What does he do now? He works in interventional radiology at Leahy. Super smart. Okay. Super nice. All right. Where, yeah. did, where does he live? Uh, he lives in Littleton. He has three girls. I don't know where that is. Where is Littleton? Like Route 2 area. Oh, gosh. Acton, Littleton. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Pretty proud of the world. Uh, Bane, which is somewhat low. What's the bane of being one of nine kids? What's annoying about it? Um, maybe sometimes you didn't feel like you got enough attention. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to spread all your attention around that many kids. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. And what's what's surprising? What's something that's surprising about growing up in a family that large? I mean, I love that we're all so close. So, and I think the big thing is... You know, we tease each other, learning to forgive. That's the one thing I've learned coming from a big family okay. is learning how to forgive, which I've brought into like even my life without beyond my family. Yeah. So, you know, that's a good thing important. to have. Yeah. All right, Diane, we've done we've done our crowded hour, so I'm gonna start the music. How do you think? Uh, how do you think it went? I thought it was fun. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, it's fun to do. I'm learning yeah, it's so much good about to, my friends. Yeah. 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 The, ask different questions with different people yeah um i told you i'd be maybe a little boring so. no you know everyone so some some things to review with diane and for future guests everyone says exactly what you said oh, like, yeah um probably boring i don't have boring friends it's a fact <laughs> that is true i've jettisoned <laughs> the boring people they they if you haven't received uh you know call from me in a while Maybe that means you're boring. No. <laughs> <laughs> or it means I'm a bad friend, but I will say, uh, and also, uh, no more dirty questions. No more dirty questions. That was tailored to Jill. I As know, you know, you, you're good friends with Jill. I know, I know. I, I wasn't expecting it. I but mean, mom's going to listen, so. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Marilyn, <laughs> I'm waiting on my meatballs. Everyone else, uh, thank you for listening. And Diane, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. It was great. <laughs>